It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We are live right now on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Carl Blanche for the Sports Hit List by the fans and for the fans. Thank you for spending your Wednesday afternoon raining out here in New York. Happy Cinco de Mayo out there. Uh, Travis, should I call you Mr. Cinco de Mayo? Uh, <laughs> nice taco. What kind of taco do you like? Man, I'm here for all types of taco, man. You know, regular beef taco, chicken taco, you know, shrimp taco, you know. I know the vibes. I don't, you, you, I, I, you having I some don't discriminate. You, you, you're having some tequila today? Yeah, I'm going to keep it a little mild. You know, it's Wednesday, but, you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll see where the day takes us. Uh, Diddy and Erie City, how you doing, sir? What are the vibes out there in the, in the, in, in the south for Cinco de Mayo? You know, the vibes is always good out here in Florida. I, I encourage my crew out there, please come join me. Mi casa, su casa. Right. It's 97 nope. degrees in Florida, B. So life is good. I wear hoodies in the house like Zig because the AC is booming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> life is good. Nobody uh, my daughter get home and she's in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? They're I like, hear that. Like, I hear that. My cousin just, I spoke to my cousin, shout out to her. Um, she's in, uh, I think, Delray Beach, or is it right near there, that area? And she tried to convince me about investing into Florida. I'm like, listen, I got my friends in my ear all the time about it. Uh, you know, so she's, she, she's definitely trying to get me on that Florida ground. I'm not even going to well, lie. Listen, I don't want to throw your business out there, but congrats to you and the wife. Um, you got a lot of good things happening. You know, yes, sir. We trying. It is valuable. You yeah, know? we cross the fingers. Yeah, okay. I appreciate that, man, because, you know, you know how it goes. Things are approved. You got to go through that whole process. I'm just waiting that once I sign the dotted line, I'm like, all right, I'm in. But right now I'm just like, you know, it, it, it's looking good so far. We, we, we're almost there. So thank you. Thank you. Chuck, sir. Happy Cinco de Mayo. How are you celebrating today? How, what, what, how's it going, sir? Uh, usually I go to Moe's for uh, Cinco de Moe's, but... That might be a hike today. We're working everything, so it might just be homemade tacos and stuff at home for today. Listen, I got somebody in the comments telling me to F me, and I know I'm supposed to Oof. ignore people, but you know, I don't like to ignore people on the show. This comes from High Value Mail, and he's upset because I don't have him on the show. Bro, you took Oof. a shit on my show. I can't have you come back. I'm sorry. Literally. Like, what it is. Literally. Like, Literally. if you thought that was acceptable to come on any platform, to be on the bathroom, you have another thing coming. It's one thing if you take a car, which we don't do car zooms anymore. I understand people coming from work, but you're literally in the bathroom eating, and then you hear the toilet flush, and you think you're going to come back? I'm sorry, bro. I don't work like that. It's not happening. The the executives, I've had a, a bunch of panel members tell me about it, that we can't have you back on, and until somebody votes you to get reinstated, you're not coming back on the live. So it is what it is. So you don't need to flood the comments and tell me F you, but I just had to address it. I don't think no shit. It is what it is. So I'm going to call about, it like it is. You talking about the guy from the Bronx that's the, the Jimmy Butler catalyst? You talking about that guy? Yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah. You, you, you got to call cursing on air. You know no, what's wrong. Call start cursing on air. You know what I say. Don't come for me unless I send for you. It is hey, what it know, is. You talking about the guy with the foggy glasses that was wearing the shower cap as PPE? You want that guy? Yeah. <laughs> listen, you know what? We know the vibes. As I tell Paul, listen, I got nothing but love for people. I give people opportunity, but don't come for me unless I send for you. It's simple. You know what I'm saying? You guys have been working with me for years. You know how, you know the vibes. You know how we do things. But don't think something happened that you're gonna uh, that we're gonna accept it because we didn't see it. Like, it's one thing if you, like, come on, we all saw it. We all have it on archive. I'm not going to embarrass you and replay it, but we all saw it. I don't have it. no archive. I don't <laughs> You know, so I just want to throw that out there. But anyway, let's get into today's show. Um, NFL, we're kicking off. I know you guys are in your offseason, but uh, there's still some news rumbling about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, clearly, Terry, uh, Terry Bradshaw had some quick comments about it. 
Um, and I know uh, Paul said he had to pull up because he got to get something off his chest real, real quick about that. Travis, so Paul, let me start with you. What were your thoughts on what Terry Bradshaw had to say to about Aaron Rodgers uh, you know, asking for his trade and so forth? I got to give you two levels of this, right? And that's why my name is Diddy in every city because the one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to keep it 100, all right? Bad boys for life, all right? I am sick and tired of these old, washed-up, once-upon-a-time athletes taking shots every single opportunity they get. And it's not just a Terry Bradshaw issue. It is a sports issue. One thing I've always appreciated about Michael Jordan is the only time I've ever seen the great God himself take a shot at somebody else. And it's always been indirect. Mike ain't even go, he ain't even got to, he ain't even got to call your card like that. You know who I'm talking about. It's when they come for him and they got the notoriety, right? Listen, I hate to interrupt you, but <laughs> just to correct you though, technically Jordan can't because he's an owner and it's a conflict of interest. He's not I, he, allowed to speak about though. other players. He can't talk about other players. That's all I'm saying. Context. I don't think Mike would though. Did, did, I, know, did I know that? But yes, he wasn't talking, he, yeah, he wasn't he talking before he, he was an owner though. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't talking, talking ever. But when Michael right. wasn't the owner, but, but keep in mind, Michael's always been the majority owner of a team. He's always like, when he went from the Wizards, like he retired for like a year, couple of years, and then he came back and he was part majority of the Wizards. So oh, if you talk about other teams, it's a conflict away. of interest. I'm just being technical. Sorry, don't don't shoot the messenger. I mean, when, 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 when you when you top of the mountain and you know you top of the mountain, ain't no need to talk. So I'm gonna get back into it. So we see Terry Bradshaw, and his comments are disturbing. His comments are disturbing because we, as sports fans, football fans, actually, I think Terry Bradshaw is one of the most overrated players of all time, personally. Steelers teams was loaded, defenses was stacked. Lynn Swan was Reggie uh, was was uh, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss before we ever seen anything like it. They had the dude with uh, Franco Harris. They had a lot of guys when I was growing up. All right, they were stacked. But his comment goes, "Who the hell cares who you draft?" I mean, he's a three-time MVP in the league, and he's worried about the guy they drafted last year at number one. So here's my problem. This is a guy who's on Channel 5 doing pre-games, halftime shows, post-games. This is a guy that the kids actually watch every day, right? They watch him. When they're watching Sunday Night Football or the Fox show at you know, 4 o'clock, the primetime game, this is the guy we watch, right? The quarterback guru himself. My problem is, absolutely, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I care who we drafted, number one. So we look at the NFL draft as – the number one pick is the number one pick. But the reality is most teams are going into the draft with seven selections. That's the standard, right? Some trade up, some trade down, some acquire picks. So everybody's number one pick is in round one. And I'm coming off a year where we lose in the national, the NFC conference title game. And I feel like we needed another weapon to go along 17 or another lineman to protect my backside because he got thrashed against the Niners that year. And we go out there and we draft a guy that's not going to be ready for four years? Absolutely, I'm concerned, especially when the guy we drafted hasn't suited up all year, sat with a clipboard all year, and even if I retire today, they said he ain't even ready, we're going to turn to Tim Boyle. So absolutely, I'm interested. So for him to say Aaron Rodgers is weak, it's disrespect. And the reason why I mentioned all sports is because I can't let them, my, my statement go without the sucker activity we've seen in the NBA 
from the great Dr. J, all right, Julius Irvin. You don't go out there and make a comment like that about LeBron. Everybody's out here clout chasing. They just mention LeBron as clickbait. I know how the media works, Doc. All right. LeBron would have thrashed you in the 70s. He'll thrash your ass today. He'll take you down the court. He will dump on your ass. And we will be celebrating about it. I'm tired of these old people, these grandfathers and these great grandfathers in the sports. Bro, your time is up. We love you. You're an icon. Your jersey's in the rafters. Stop taking shots at the current stars of today's game about how you would have handled the pressure. I don't see Aaron Rodgers shooting back about him being an alcoholic and all the things he's done off the field. No one's ever said anything about that. The, the kids these days, my son will look up to Terry Bradshaw at 80 years old on Channel 5 and know that he was an alcoholic and a womanizer. But nobody's going to talk about that. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers being weak. Check this out, Terry. Aaron Rodgers is 10 times better than you ever were, athletically and metrically speaking. Sit down, take that stupid hat off your damn head, let A-Rod do him. And if he walks away, shout out to A-Rod, bro. He got enough money in the bank. Shout out to Jeopardy. That's all I can say. So does uh, Paul speak for the entire panel? Can we move on? Because I think he basically summed it all up in his soliloquy this morning, uh, opening statement. Yeah, I had a few more things to add to that, but you know. I, I just, let me just throw in there that I agree with what a lot of what Paul said. It's simply, it's like, it, it's, <laughs> it's to the point where like, and it, it is hard for me to say because at heart, I'm an old soul. I, I'm, I'm the grumpy old man type, but Terry Bradshaw, he was out here doing too much. It's to the point where it's like, what do you, what do you, re I mean, uh, what do you really offer? Like, why are you really on TV at this point? Don't get me wrong. From an X's and O's standpoint, I'm pretty sure he has something to add because it's still the game of football. You know what I mean? But does that, he? But, but, I don't think he adds much on Fox, but I would assume from an X's and O's standpoint, he can add something to the conversation. But dude, you retired in like the 80s before I was even before. I'm pretty sure any of us on this panel was born. I think he retired in like 84 or something like that. So to sit here and say, you are nowhere, you can't relate to what goes on with players of today in the NFL. I don't even think it has much, it has some small to do with Jordan Love, but I don't think it's necessarily about him. I think if the Packers gave Aaron Rodgers the contractual commitment he wanted, he wouldn't give two shits about um, Jordan Love and what he was doing. Because if they gave him that contract, it doesn't matter. I think it has more to do with the contract than more necessarily to do with Jordan Love. But Terry Bradshaw, to sit here and say that he's weak, I mean, back in your day, yeah, you had no control over your career. The Steelers you controlled... Don't. You still right. don't have control. Fox 5 <laughs> tells you what to say, when to say, and how to say it. My boy Chuck is from Channel 7. He can confirm that Fox 5 is fooling... Channel 2! <laughs> wait, 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 no, 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 let me not no, say it. Let me say no, 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 I got different you, channels it's, in different states. Right. It's, it's channel seven. It's channel seven where I'm at. It's channel two for us. It's channel two for us here in New York. Channel two is CBS. For us. We, we got crutch tri-states and different states in different channels. Uh but um but he yeah, ahead, you um uh, uh Bradshaw, he had no control over his career. 
The Steelers sat here and controlled his entire career. There was no social media. There was none of that. Bradshaw himself, I think he, I can't remember. He might've said it yesterday in the same interview that if he was taken in today's draft, he would have been taken in the third round, third or fourth round. Maybe so not, sit, maybe a six round pick as far as right. I'm concerned. So to sit here and say that he's weak and all that, like today's a different type of NFL. Players I mean, more control over before, what's going before on. Chucky gets in there, let's go one step further. You just said he didn't have any control of his career. You know why? Because we talk all this smack and that's the problem I got with the media sometimes and how they portray something. My beef isn't with the media. I swear it's not. No, no, it is. Go ahead, Carl. Talk to Carl. Talk to him. (laughs) The media to drive this narrative that Tom Brady was a system quarterback, couldn't win without Bill. Then he went out there, chose the worst type of system you could possibly join and shocked the world, right? He even beat the the, the magical Mahomey himself, right? So as well as in route on the road to beating Tom, uh, Aaron Rodgers. But then we sit here and we want to validate and even give claim to what the hell Terry Bradshaw said. And he is the ultimate system quarterback. Like when you look up Terry Bradshaw, he wasn't really good at anything. Look at, if you go look at his anything, when you want to look at his metrics, if you were able to go look at some of his game tape, if you let the experts tell you, he was, if you had to rank the top 20, 25 talented quarterbacks of all time, I swear Terry Bradshaw does not make the list, right? You can go deeper in the archives and find a Johnny Unitas who we've seen rambling and scrambling and doing stuff before his time when they didn't even have chin straps getting busy. Terry Bradshaw wasn't that good, bro. He wasn't. He's the ultimate system quarterback. And his statement is, here's what I would do. I wouldn't budge, let him gripe, retire. You just lost in back-to-back NFC title games. That means you are one piece away from the Lombardi Trophy. That's all it means. One piece, one piece, one play, one possession. And that's what, and that's what you get from a Hall of Famer. Let him retire. Let him cry. Dude, get, he shouldn't even be on TV anymore. He's outdated. Like, he doesn't relate to what we're, what we're currently seeing in the sport. He doesn't belong there, bro. Like, he don't got jokes. He's not Mark Jackson. He don't have insight. I'd have to agree. He ain't Tony Romo. There goes that man. He ain't Tony Romo. <laughs> Tony Romo jumped on the scene and literally changed television, bro. Like, that's the new standard. So now you got Drew Brees in the wings, who we'll see this year. Peyton Manning has been in high demand, we know. Nobody cares about Terry Bradshaw, bro. Nobody. I have a rebuttal for, well, for well, everything I, you guys said. I, I must give him this. He did succeed in getting us talking about him. Oh, that's Chuck Aaron Rodgers. Chuck yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Chuck, what are your thoughts here, man? You've been quietly, uh, quiet, quiet over here. What are your thoughts? Well, unlike you guys, I did not grow up watching Bradshaw. He was beyond my time. I never watched him on. I didn't Fox. grow up watching him either, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, nobody. I did. never watched him on Fox either because the Jets were always on CBS because they're an AFC team. So and that's in your contract good. that you can't watch the other station, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my, I'm so surprised he can even say Fox. <laughs> right, right. He can't even say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my quarterback guys are Boomer and Phil Sims. All right. So I don't even care about Terry Bradshaw. When he made his comments, you know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of my grandparents growing up. Tell me about the times that they lived in and how life was. Well, you know what? It's not like that anymore, Grandma and Grandpa. May God rest their souls. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, but at the end of the day, it's like, who cares? You know, he's just coming out. He's going to give his opinion. 
just like Brett Favre. He came out today and oh said that he was God. texting with Aaron Rodgers. Who cares? This is all for clicks. You know why? Because it's a slow day. It's Cinco de Mayo. ESPN needs something. They can't bring up LeBron 24-7. So this is what they bring up. Why am I getting notifications about this on my phone that Brett Favre is texting Aaron Rodgers? What do you freaking do? At the, <laughs> the, at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers has his beef. And as of yesterday, I thought he was going to be a Packer and he wouldn't have gotten traded. But since his beef is with the general manager, that's a whole new ball game. And I don't think anybody really knew of that until the reports came out today where somebody snitched and said that Rodgers was poking fun of the GM in the group chats. So let me hold on, let me point that out. My fault to disturb disrupt you, Chuck. But listen, <laughs> what goes on in our group chat better stay in the right. group chat. Don't be out, don't be out here leaking the group chat. Right. right? That's exactly. messed we up. know the codes. We know the codes. You can't even trust your own but teammates out here. To go yeah. off of that, to go off of that. I think it got leaked because now some of the players might be a little turned off by A-Rod's, you know, theatrics to say. So maybe that's it. why they, they want to win. They, they know no, he no, ain't best I, shot I, to win. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. But there are some players that have that also, like you said, like Terry Bradshaw, where it's no matter what, team first, individual second. And maybe that's why it got leaked. But Aaron Rodgers wants to do his thing. The guy, the guy's not a spring chicken. He wants to win. He wants to build his legacy. He only has one ring, which is terrible to say because of how good of a player he is. Like Paul said, you know, this guy could arguably be, you know, a top five quarterback in history easily. And they were so close. Look at him that way with one ring, and that's what's unfortunate. Right. Right. And they've been so close, like Paul said, so close to getting back to the Super Bowl. But they never took that next step. And I understand being conservative, but Aaron Rodgers is now, what, 38 years old? Why are you Why are you not going for it? Make the move. Go out and get the pieces that you need. Who cares about the future? If you're not with Aaron Rodgers, your team's going to be, you know, 4-12 and 12 rebuilding. Why did you go for a love who no, nobody said was NFL ready and was going to take years? Why did you not try to win now? And I agree with Rodgers. Why are we, you know, aiming for the rebuild when you should be trying to win now? Think, think about it. They didn't like they they moved up and got Tua, right? Somebody who we right. think is going to be a, an amazing player someday to learn from. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have said a word if they went out there and got a Tua. They went out oh, there. No, and he he he, he would have talked. He, he was a little bit upset. But he would have respected the level of talent Tua was bringing to the table. They went out there and bought a project. And you know what you get with projects, Travis? I'm a parent. You fuck up, right? <laughs> we had crazy hat day. It was a joke. It looked cool because my son's cute, but it was a disaster. But you know what? It's the first time I did it. Next time, I'll be prepared. How many next times are we going to give the Green Bay Packers? It's been year after year after year. Well, you got, well, I think, I, I hate to somewhat defend the Packers. That's what you but, do. You're a system guy. I mean, what you but, but in their, you know, in the their, this, this, this is, this is, this is what they do because you got to understand it's Green wait, Bay. Oh, they don't, oh, they, oh, they oh, don't, they will oh, wait. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers wait, is a product of that. You know what I mean? You see what you did, Carl? That alone will get you muted on, on the show, part of the introduction. <laughs> I refuse to sit back and allow somebody to say, this is what they do, all right? I manage a group of people who say the same thing every day. And you know what I tell them? I don't give a shit what you used to do. Here's what you gotta do. No, you, wait, and wait, I, wait. You, you and I understand, you that, but, I, I, but at the same time, I understand that 
They don't get quality free agents because nobody wants to live in damn Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay, so therefore, oh, we know nobody's yeah. eating corn. Uh, in the time out, time out. There, but they don't. There, they don't. Difference. They, when the Packers took Rodgers, Rodgers was a surefire first-round talent. He might have even went number one before um, San Francisco took Alex Smith. Jordan Love was not a first-round talent in the draft. They could have held off. They could have held off. Some, for some people had him rated as a late first-round quarterback, but no, I'll give but you that. He, but but no. but it was still up in the air of what Jordan Love. We knew he was a project. Right. Right. Aaron Rodgers was not going to be a project. He had to sit behind far He's because he was To Chuck's point, because of team needs, A-Rod was left in the draft room for four hours. We all know how long right. the NFL draft goes on. He literally was boiling red like a pot of water for four hours. Right. <laughs> yeah. He slipped. So um, there's a difference. A there's a difference between the, the draft, the draft prospect of Aaron Rodgers and the draft prospect of Jordan Love. And Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm not sitting here saying they're right. I don't agree with the decision, but I can sit here and say I understand their logic behind. Yeah, it. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, you guys, sorry to cut you off. I, I, I just have to on the media guy side. I have to defend Terry Bradshaw just a little bit. Oh. I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna have to take that stance. And you know me. People are gonna disagree with me, but. I understand it. When you have an older guy, you try to market to the older audience. It's all about marketing and target audience. So for those uh, NFL fans who are around for Terry Bradshaw, I still relate to a Super Bowl champion. Like it or not, those are the facts. That's how they well, market. What older order? But let me say this. Let me say this. Are you going to stop watching? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Travis. Are you going to stop watching football when you turn 60? Absolutely. No, but that's the older audience. Let me say say this. I believe this interview was on the herd yesterday on FS1. How many of them? How many of this older audience watching that? They watch. Two, they they, 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 they watch the content. Even if you want, we study analytics and we know. Even if you want to sit here and say it was clickbait, I doubt they are here no, clicking no, on the clickbait. Travis, Travis, <laughs> Travis, Travis. Yes, the interview might have been on the herd. But other companies like ESPN are taking that quote and running with it. Running That's with what, it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they're basically. Right, so it's going to end up everywhere. So again, he's saying, he's saying that the herd is trying to target the older audience. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying those specifically. Right. So again, right, and again, I'm just questioning how many of that audience is this actually. No, listen, if you want me to listen, if you want me to do the thorough research, if you want me to do the thorough research and the analytics on the demographics of that, but I, I can do it for you. But it's teacher, isn't it teacher appreciating day? But I will say this though, when, when it comes to the older generation, again, we all know the term, you can't teach old dog new tricks. A lot of these older Facts. people who have played in their eras are stuck in their ways. The same thing goes to Dr. J. The same thing goes for Shaq when we um, ridicule him for what he says. They're stuck in their ways. They have their mentalities. The same thing goes for, and again, these are the people who get the jobs. It's unfortunate, but they're either going to go into... Um, when they retire from playing professional sports, they're either going to go on TV, they're going to go into coaching, they're going to become a GM. Those are the three options that they have, or they just go away forever and go spend time with their family. And you never see them again. So it's it's unfortunate what they end up saying, but again, these are the things that drive narratives. Like Chuck says, these are the things that when there's a, when it's a slow dead week, let's pull a Terry Bradshaw clip and get people to talk about it like we're doing right now. So I understand what he said may have been, you know, people disagree with it, but this is how the business sells, and you're you're, you're always going to get an old timer to trend 
like like Dr. J or Terry Bradshaw. It's and I just want to throw a bounce pass back at you, Carl, for, as a basketball reference. First of all, stop disrespecting me. I'm still a legend. <laughs> I keep all sports, all right? But that goes out to the crowd out there for smoke and mirrors, if you're listening. Put me on your show. You want the results. I'm your guy, all right? Just let me know in advance. I'm, I'll move the schedule around, block my calendar, and I'm available. But the only bounce pass I want to call is Terry Bradshaw would not have this position if he wasn't a three-time Super Bowl champion carried through two of them. If he was sitting in the seat of Aaron Rodgers, winning that first ring very early in his career, some would argue he won with the Brett Favre team, right? I know they added some pieces. That was back when they were aggressive, when they went and got Woodson and they got Peppers, right? They went and got real quality free agents to foster my point that free agents would play in Green Bay if it was a healthy environment, right? I get the feeling that it's not a, it's a hostile workplace, right? That's my feeling. If Terry Brash only had one ring, he wouldn't have that energy. I disagree. Listen, I just hear, 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 I'm going to throw a bounce pass back to you. We're going to go back and forth because people say the same thing about Kendrick Perkins and they call him horrible and he has one championship and he still speaks. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They put him on air to get them to say Trav, hold on. Let me cook real quick. Do not ever refer to Kendrick Perkins. He's a champion. He's on the back wall. Listen, don't you see him? Don't you see him right there? He's right there. He's a champion. He's right there. Solely on TV. He's right there. Because he is a red flag. Because he's a because of that and because he's a champion. They love making people look stupid in the audience. Kendrick Perkins does not belong on national television. Hey, the man, the man's a championship, so he got on TV. I mean, Jesus hey, it is what Christ. it is. I mean, I ain't never see Shane Battier get a TV job. He got mad chips. <laughs> All right, guys, well, to, sum it up, to sum it up, guys, we got the NBA team coming in. I appreciate NBA you NBA team? Who on yeah, that team? NBA. Hey. NBA. We got that the NBA. Listen, we got to talk about Brody, baby. Brody Brody uh, being better than AI. That's a conversation. Oh, you, want our, you want our answers on that? Well, listen, real quick before I bring them in, sure, if you guys could tell me real quick on on, on, on Russell Westbrook and his accomplishment, I believe fourth season averaging a triple-double, that's the fourth consecutive season averaging that, and the conversation was about where do we rank him all-time, where does he fit in the all-time PG conversation? Quick thoughts, Paul. I can't give you a top-five ranking of point guards. He's uh, Russ is not in it. He would be in my distant five, so I would say top ten. But to answer your question, if he's above AI, Absolutely. Hell no. I'm sure Mike Miller's on this next segment. He will say the same thing. The difference between AI and Russ, and I love Russ. I'm one of the guys, as you know, in our chat, I missed the playoffs in fantasy, but I won the last 11 weeks and so forth. I was dominant. I just ran out of time. All right. Here's what I will say. That's what they all say. Russ on both (laughs) ends of the court is a worker. And I respect that. He's a grinder. He's a worker, freak of nature. AI though is a legend. AI had the ability to win basketball games. Give him the ball, get the hell out of the way. He ain't have no Bradley Bills dropping 30. He didn't have no KDs on his squad. He literally was the smallest guy out there. Every street baller wanted to be like him. Everybody had, I had a swingman jersey in every color wave. AI was that guy, clutch, in the clutch. He will cross you. He will hit that step back. And he when he caught fire, bruh, it was a seven alarm fire. So for that, there's not a chance in hell that Russell Westbrook is above uh, AI in my book. I don't care who on your panel. 
Okay, <laughs> Travis, real quick, who you got? Uh, is is where do you rank Russell Westbrook? Uh, uh, All time PGs is he over Allen Iverson? Part of that conversation. I, I, I hate I hate to agree with Paul again, but I mean I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna put him in the top five, but I'll put him in my top ten. Uh, and again, I'm gonna take AI over Sim because it's weird because. Russell Westbrook, he does so much on the court. Like, it's crazy. Like, to average a triple-double four years in a row when nobody's done it more than once is insane to think about. But it doesn't translate to the wins that AI was able to do. AI got a team to a finals. You know what I mean? Like, Okay, okay. I mean, he beat the three-peat Lakers in the finals game. I know we don't take <laughs> population prizes, but you will always remember the shot he hit in the corner where he stepped over Ty Luke. That's a lifetime moment. Okay. Chuck, what are your thoughts here with the Allen Iverson and Russell Westbrook discussion the all-time point guard? I won't put Russ in my, you know, top five, top ten yet because his career is not finished. So I don't like to judge a player until they're done and I see his full scale of work. Credit to, to uh, Russ, though. Averaging a triple-double is not easy at all. And to see him do it time in and time out is – phenomenal but Allen Iverson was the guy like I was only six years old when the 2001 finals happened right if I my math's correct damn. yeah damn bro <laughs> I was already in high school oh my I god crazy, damn crazy but I had the Allen Iverson jersey like Paul said I, I had the sneakers I can't lie I had I, I had Allen sneakers. Iverson was just lie. different he was he was like the guy he, he took a team full of like momos Eric, Come on, bro. And he took them to the finals. Like, it was just different. He, listen, he, listen. Again, he I was have the to, answer. Listen, it's I have to give you the, the facts. Name. To be fair, though, Allen Iverson did have a defensive player of the year, a coach of the year, and a six man on that 2001 team. Care. It does care. It, that it, matters. And Russell Westbrook had Kevin that, Durant that and James Harden at one point. That does matter, though. Yeah, James Harden twice. That does matter. I'm giving you the facts. You can't not be giving you the facts. And Russell Westbrook had. Kevin Durant and he had James Harden at two different points in his right. Career. So again, but, but so 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 it's an equal comparison because that team didn't make it, it to the James no. Harden. Yes, because both, no, well, hold on, hold on, wait. Because they both made it to the finals and they lost. But oh, he's not. Let's talk about it though. But, Russell, but he, he never played. He never played with. Allen Iverson never had the talent that Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook has had around him. Yo, you know what's funny, Carl? I don't think I've seen a team make the finals as bad as that Sixers team with the exception of probably that Cavs' first finals run where they got swept by Tim Duncan, B. Not many people, not many teams have made it that far with one man carrying the load, bro. And for a little guy to be the guy carrying the load is crazy. AI, I mean, they was running boxing ones against AI. He was still dropping 50, bro. Like, ask Vince Carter about Allen Iverson. That's when he got this top five. <laughs> crazy. But also, also, but Carl, to go back to the point, we're discussing this because of something the Wizards head coach said. Like, what do you expect him to say that, you know, <laughs> that, that Russ is bad? No, of course he's going to say he's good. The Wizards head coach made the statement. It wasn't like, you know, some, you know, like a Stephen A or somebody said it. It was the Wizards head. What do you expect him to say at yeah, the end of the yeah, day? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that Russell's bad and that, you know, he maybe he's like top 10. No, of course he's going to go out and speak for his player. If Russ was on, let's say, the Jazz, I'm sure the coach would have came out and said the same thing. It's all about, you know, going out there and defending, like, Carl, you, you're going to go out there and say that me, Travis, and Paul are your guys. 
right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me bring him as we transition. Um, so we're gonna get the NFL. Oh team shit, we got Falco. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris Brown. That's the <laughs> so we transition into the uh, NBA team. You guys, thank you. I'll talk to you guys soon. And and if any other topic comes up between now and I guess. Uh, training camp that's next for NFL, right? As we as we transition for uh, the start of training camp and into the season, we'll start doing some previews. But if anything else doesn't pop up, you guys enjoy the rest of your. Uh, All right, fellas, your mic. Uh, hold it down for AI, B. I know they're gonna try to get crazy out here. Hold it down. Oh, really? You not gonna respect AI? And come on, oh. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, come <laughs> on. Yo. We shouldn't be talking about AI in this conversation. You're not a point guard. <laughs> right, right. That's right, fair. All right, you guys take care. Uh, you are watching the Sports Hitlers by the fans and for the fans. I am bringing in the NBA squad, the NBA team. Pastor, Mr. Mike Miller, how you doing, sir? Yo, what's up, family? Oh, my youngin's in here. Mr. Okay. Brandon Falco from the Falco Takeaway. How you doing, sir? Carl, thanks for having me yeah. again. And we have uh, the president of the Laker Nation Brooklyn Division, Mr. Anthony Magic Mullen, reigning defending. I'm him. NBA Don't stop questioning me that small. Stop questioning me that small. <laughs> NBA champion. So um, before I before I get into this whole Russell Westbrook debate, I just wanted to address something that's uh, trending in the Hitler streets right now. I'm bringing in Ziggy and Ziggy could attest to this, too, as we talk about this. Uh, Ziggy's coming in. Ziggy, how you doing, sir? Yo, what's going on? What's going on? I love the shirt, my brother. I love it, man. Uh, uh, happy Cinco de Mayo to all you guys out there. Hope you guys are celebrating, um, you know, with some tequila or some with some tacos. So uh, something just happened in the Hitler streets where we were talking about someone said that the Miami Heat championship was a fluke. And, <laughs> I, and you know, I had to address it. I, wasn't, I knew you were going to do that. You knew I was going to do that. So I just basically had to bring to fun guarders. And I, and I want to know why as sports fans do we try to diminish accomplishments? And we have to stop doing this. And a lot of times people will sit here and they talk about the Miami Heat and they say, well, it was a bubble run. And this, this is the circumstances. Nobody predicted that COVID was going to happen. No one predicted that the pandemic was going to happen. They played what was in front of them. So I, for, for that sake, they did the best that they could and they made it to the finals. So I don't think that should be held against them. And people say, well, it's a matter of circum, uh, predicting circumstances. We don't know what the circumstances were going to be. Anything happens, players get injured. You play what's in front of you. You have what you have. So I think we have to stop putting asterisks or diminishing legacies because a certain team did something that people didn't expect them to do or that, that they were favorites for. And it's not fair to them. I'm going to say this real quick. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be the one to put an asterisk by by anybody's um, name. You understand? I think this that championship last year might have been one of the hardest championships to win. So it's disrespectful to even say anything crazy about about uh, the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat did their job. They made it straight to the NBA Finals, only to lose to the LA Lakers. Shout out to Ant. Yeah, it's, it's simple. And I, I I think, I don't know if it was something just to get clickbait. I don't know if it was trending to, like he did his job in getting the clickbait to get me to respond to it. But again, we have to stop diminishing accomplishments. We can't do that. Um, but today's topic, clearly we wanted to talk about Russell Westbrook, fourth uh, season averaging a triple-double. Um, ESPN, uh, basically, I'm going to quote them. And, and Kendrick Perkins said that he would take, you know, Russell Westbrook over... Allen Iverson, and that was the topic of conversation. And then uh, we see Steph Curry in his run. So I just wanted to figure we'd have the conversation about, you know, where do we rank Steph as an all-time point guard? Do we put him above AI um, and having Steph in the conversation? The reason Steph is in the conversation is because him and Russ are kind of in similar situations. Great players on on bad teams. You know, they're not as uh, in the top elite teams in the league right now, but they're playing great and they're playing on bad teams. I just wanted to get our overall thoughts on that. Falco, let me start with you. What are your thoughts? 
first of all, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love. They are the two most overrated players of my generation watching basketball. Russell Westbrook has empty stats. They don't lead to wins. He's not efficient. He turns the ball over. He takes bad shots. And taking bad shots and forcing shots that are not his strength is not helping him. Russell Westbrook at times tries to think he's Steph Curry launching threes. He tries to overshoot that pull-up mid-range. He's at his best when he's attacking the rim and facilitating. That's when he's super effective. But I just think his post-MVP Russell Westbrook, he has a lot of empty stats, which his numbers after a game, the impact isn't the same as when another player is doing it. But to touch on Steph Curry, if you guys follow my platform, I came out and said, Steph Curry right now is the best player on planet Earth. He is. He is toying with the rest of the league. As we stand this season, he is head and heels above the competition, what he's doing with this roster. Remind you, the Golden State Warriors were the worst team in basketball a year ago. Still today, they are the worst team in basketball. They just have Steph Curry healthy this time. That's why they are above 500. That's why they have a playoff spot right now. The way he could control a game, he could change an outcome of a game, change momentum of a game, and carry a team is why I'm right here and ready to call Steph Curry. They don't have a playoff spot, though. Yes, they do. Aren't they? They're the eight seed. Yes, but again, again? Given, again, again, so let's talk context. That's, now, okay. the playoff spot is considered 7 to 10. Actually, yeah, 6. Seven, uh, 6. You're right. So right now, right uh, now. The a guaranteed Warriors, playoff spot. So the, right, right now, the Warriors are in 8th, and the Wizards are in 10th. So technically, they're both in playoff contention because it's from six, 7 to 10 are in the play-in game. So they're in playoff contention. If you're right, the play-in games. The, the, the play-in game. So if you think about it, uh, Faco, I kind of disagree because – Westbrook has his team right there with Steph as far as in, in the playoff contention. So they're, they're, they're both doing Steph's the same team, thing. Steph's team is better and with a better record in a tougher conference. And Russell Westbrook's team's 10. So it, they're, it, but, again, but it's still a playing game. It doesn't matter. It's a playing yeah, game. So, so, so if it's I'm, a playing so game. I'm, I'm just the, saying, Mike. So look, so if I'm the fifth seed and you're the eighth seed, but we're separated by one game. Yeah, we're the the, the fact that we're separated. Un, 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 unlike the unlike the eight seed, the fifth seed doesn't have to play in the playing game, so it doesn't add up. Right, that's it doesn't add up. That's the point, that's though. Not the point. Mike, the Mike, point. Mike, the point. That's the main point. You're not in the playoffs if you're in the oh, play no, in no, games. You're not in the playoffs. We're addressing their teams. My team, if my team has a better record than your team, my team is better. It's very simple. Let's not overcomplicate. It's, it's simple. The Warriors are still the worst team in the league. I mean, Kelly Oubre is not a good shooter. He, they don't have any they don't have any scoring options besides Steph. Whether he has the ball in his hands or he doesn't have the ball in his hands. That's He's a lie, good. but go ahead. Okay, okay so, Paco, let me ask you this. In terms of – so, clearly, we know you're not going to put um, Westbrook over Allen Iverson. We know that. No. Okay. AI shouldn't be in this conversation. He's not a point guard. He's okay, a go ahead, guard. Mike. Okay, so, Mike, what do you – okay, so, again, when it comes to Russell Westbrook and everything he's accomplished, it's a matter of, again – uh, back to the point about diminishing his accompl- like his accomplishments are great. Uh, four consecutive seasons with averaging a triple double MVP. We know what Russ is being able to bring to the table. Where do you rank him all time? Is he above AI? Um, what are your thoughts? Um, so I I agree with everything Falco said about Steph. I disagree with everything he said about Russ. It's not empty. It's not empty stats because if it was it. First of all, just as a general rule, and I've said this before. NBA players understand numbers. They try to get numbers. That's how you get sneaker deals. That's how you get contracts. That's how you, that's how you get your name. But Kenny Smith always says, regular season, you make your name. 
playoff, you make your fame. NBA season is 10 months. The playoffs is three months. The regular season is seven months. Most people see you for seven months. That means 70% of the league, 70% of the time people are watching you, it's the regular season. So you have to go crazy in the regular season in order to even make it to the playoffs. So you cannot diminish what that man does in a game. There is not, in terms of, now Scott Brooks was going out the window saying he's going to finish second all time. You can't finish second all time if you've never led a team to a championship. Everybody's going to say that. Everybody knows that. I, you, you could feel how you want to feel about that. He I said think he's best, though. He didn't say greatest. He said he's going to finish second, second greatest of all time point guard. That's what second he best. He said best, not greatest. So it's God, a difference. That, that, that'd be you and Ray trying to make semantics on best. A, it is a difference. I don't, I don't <laughs> it's a difference. Okay, okay. And let him That's finish. Come on, man. Let him finish his point, man. Damn, shut That's up. Let him finish his point. He's going to be, he's going to be, he's right now a top five point guard. And especially again, over your man, Carl, who you love so much, too much. Uh, and you know who I'm talking about, Jason Kidd. But, um, well, he's better than Jason Kidd. You can make a face. You can do whatever you want. He's better than Jason Kidd. So um, <laughs> just back to Brandon's point. No, Russ is incredible. In order to do what he does, it takes talent and effort. He gives you maximum effort with the talent to go with it. That's why he does what he does. Now, of course, you can look at the past four years, and it's true that it hasn't really contributed to winning. But his MVP season, statistically, every time that he got a triple-double, they won. If they were, I think it was uh, over 70% of their wins came when he got a triple-double. So it actually contributed to their winning. It hasn't lately. And we could talk about the type of teams he's been on, but he's absolutely right. Yeah. To me, he's right now a top exactly. five point guard all time. Right now, if I had just top five, about but, so So what's your list then? Five all time, if you so, do that five. So we gave up. So I, I was just watching uh, um, Mount Rushmore when we did it. So there's the, there's the automatics. We got we got Magic, Steph, Isaiah, Oscar Robinson. Those are the automatics. I don't think we Steph I don't no, think we can, automatic. Steph is an automatic top five point guard. Ain't nobody are but besides you, nobody else is arguing that. Like it's clear. So those are the four that to me is solidified. And then after that four, you start to debate. Like you, you throw in the uh the Jason kids, you throw in the Stocktons, you throw in you, you. But to me, Russ could slide right in at that fifth spot with the MVPs, the two-time scoring champion, all the triple doubles, missed the triple double. He took that name from Oscar Robinson. So yeah, he's a top five point guard right now. Not better than Steph. Hey, again, hey, Allen Iverson's not in this conversation. He was a shooting guard. He did the best. That most of his work was as a shooting guard. That's why they got Eric Snow. So he didn't have to play point guard. So AI's not in this conversation. And Russ is definitely top five point okay. guard. He can still compare the players. Okay, Ziggy, what are your thoughts here with the Russell Westbrook and the amount of flack that Westbrook gets in his old assessment? Um, I don't know where the flack is coming from. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's it's unwarranted. You know, maybe I got a little bit of a bias because you remember I got the opportunity to actually meet him a couple of years ago and the dude was such a, a humble guy. So it's just seeing this, uh, what's the word, vitriol left and right. I just don't get it. But um, hey. hey, yeah, I just it's like unnecessary. I don't understand why. But taking it back to the to the main topic um, is Russ, what what's a top five? Uh, I don't know. I mean. I don't know if he's top five. You know what? I think I think he might have to be for me personally. 
Mm, right? Is he I above think, AI though? Like, would you? I mean, clearly, Mike said we can't answer that question because they're not two different. Well, so now is he above AI? I I struggle with that because, yeah, Russ went to the NBA championship, but he went there as a quote unquote Robin, right? And Allen Iverson went there as you know quote unquote Batman. So it's for me, yeah, it's hard. They both lost. What that mean? And that's the next thing. They both right. Lost, not, so. even, not only that, I've had people tell me that Russ was the leader of that team too, and and KD was like KD was like I will argue that. And people will say that KD wasn't the leader. Russ was the leader. So there's I mean, that argument either. But leader, I guess I guess a lot of times when we give the credit to the, the, the leader of the team, we really, a lot of times we're talking about the best player on the team. Right. So though, though Russell Westbrook may have been the emotional leader, like Draymond's the emotional leader of the Warriors. He ain't the best player. He ain't the reason they go to the finals. He's just their, he's their quote unquote leader in that yeah. sense. But it's Did like that. So, well, personally, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna have Allen Robinson over, over Westbrook. Personally, for me, reason being, Russ as that number one guy hasn't really done anything in the playoffs. I haven't seen anything in the playoffs from him. And if a lot of people are gonna say, oh, it's a team accomplishment, yada yada yada. Yeah, at the end of the day, there's a superstar on the team on that, and on that squad, it was Russ, right? With AI, we've seen AI, at least I have, at, we, I mean, I can say we all have, seen AI take the Philadelphia 76ers through and get to the NBA Finals and get game one against the Lakers, who nobody thought was going to get a game one. Everybody thought that series was going to be a sweep. So for me personally, I'm going to have AI above Westbrook in terms of career, but I'm going to have Westbrook in top five point guards. I don't give a damn what anybody got to say. Mm. Okay. Oh, so let me then, okay. Well, 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 just from that ahead. standpoint, yeah, I do agree. Based on what Zig said, because I think that's the difference for Russell Westbrook playoff-wise, I think overall, if we're just saying players, because Ant just said that we could compare players and we can, yeah, I would have AI over Russell Westbrook. Overall, okay. So, Zig, Zig, do you agree with Mike's top five list? Like he said, he said. Mike, um, what's your five again? He said, he, uh, Magic, said Magic, Steph. Zeke. Magic, Steph, Zeke, and Oscar Robinson. And then and then what Russell and Westbrook. then Russell Westbrook. And then Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that. I, I ain't even gonna hold you. I'd probably move Oscar Robinson and put West Russell Westbrook at the four. See, that's and then, who, that's, that's and then who's fair. your fifth? And then who's your fifth? Who's your fifth then? Maybe the who's fifth would be Oscar Robinson. Okay. Oh, you're saying in order. Okay, I see what you're saying. In so, order. Yeah, okay, yeah. Anthony, what are your thoughts here with Russell Westbrook? Is he a top five of all time and is he over Allen Iverson? Well, first, I would like to keep things in its proper perspective, as I always do, and correct the conversation that's going on right now, that he will go down, not greatest player, or should I say point guard of all time, which I totally agree with. Again, if you have the best, not greatest, we're not talking about full red, we're talking about just who's better, who's more skilled in different things like that. You have, of course, Magic, then you have Russ, then you have Big O, then you have CP3, and then you have Kyrie. That's the five. As you go in best, hands down. As far as now AI I'm and Brandon laughing at you, I'm laughing too. As far as as far as AI and Russell Westbrook, I don't really see it. Like what, other than again, all of the emotions being spewed about. Oh my goodness, he won that one game against that one team that we all remember in our childhood. So now he that no, he lost. Okay, he won a what game. So what? He lost. What does it matter? What Westbrook. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, stop over, stop, stop trying to overrate. I'm saying, stop trying to overrate irrelevant feats. 
That's not a feat that he beat the li- that he was on that's a team. That's one point. That okay, that's not, from that's not a feat. Okay, that's okay, not a feat. Fine, fine, fine. Okay, but let's let's talk about the. Okay, just in totality, AI is not a better player than Russell Westbrook. At all. Again, okay, let's talk okay, about they okay, talk about okay, he didn't have a team. Okay, okay, what so happened Anthony, when he was on the Nuggets? Anthony, let me ask you what a question. What happened when he was on the Nuggets? Let me ask what? you a question. Because he's not better than Allen Iverson. Uh, uh, Allen Iverson is not better than Russell Westbrook because fill in the blank. Give me a reason he's why. He's a, better, he's, a, he's a better player than him. Why? Answer why? the question. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Answer the question. I just why? told you. No, you didn't. I, I just, just told you. you. No, you didn't. He's a better player. Why? Why? <laughs> this is a hard well, oh, in what ways? Yo, what, I, can't, oh, I, I, can't, I can't. I can't. do this. I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this. Okay. Okay. He pat. He passes. He passes better. He passes better than AI. Right. Hello. Are you okay. listening? Yes, Hello? I'm listening. Yes. Hello. Is that a skill? Is yes. that a skill? Yes or no? Go is ahead. that a skill? Yes or no? Go ahead. Yeah, please. Go skill. ahead. Okay. He Go passes ahead. better than him. He he's a better a defender, aka rebounder, than AI. Right, right. Hello, am I listening? Is anybody listening? Okay. Now, oh, okay. And 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 yes. And and then, oh, do you have to put his athleticism, that motor, and all of that? He is the better player than Allen Iverson in totality, overall player. He is the better player. It's it's really that simple. So you're talking, boy. So so, what if they flip the question to career? Who had the better? Who the greatest? Now, is he greater? Is he greater than Allen Iverson? I would also say yes. He has the better resume than Allen Iverson. Four straight years, averaging a triple double. MVP. MVP. Way too much on this panel. You actually just went up there and uh, said your best top five, the top five point guards, Magic, then Russ. Than Oscar Kyrie, what you you actually right? No, don't forget CP3. I said CP3 and, CP3 and then Kyrie are better than Steph and, Curry. yes, why, as far why? as the best. Give me, give me a reason why CP3, Steph is number six, the Westbrook and Kyrie are better than Steph Curry at basketball because of totality again, overall player. Because Steph's deficiencies in his de- defense does not put him Kyrie can't check anybody. Yes, he can. Better than, he can better than he can better than Steph. Kyrie gets scored like Steph on defense. When? When? So when? What? Hold on. Let's ask a question. When? Let me ask a question. Say that again. Let me ask a question about these so-called people that score on Steph. Can you name some people that like have scored on Steph like that? Who? Who have scored on him? You saying that Kyrie does a better job guarding people than Steph? Based on what? What are you basing that on? On the facts of the matter, do you not watch basketball? What are the facts see? of the matter? Tell me the facts. He so, can't. So I just told you what. Hold on. So now you want me to pull specific game? You want me to pull up a specific game? That's what's and called tell research. You? Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you watch yes. the games, since you said I don't have that games. research. No, I don't. So right. Shut up. Okay. And, <laughs> and I can tell you plenty of times. Talking about when, about say it again. No. No, no, I'm talking about things that I know, but I'm talking about, again, in totality. You want me to go, oh, okay, cool. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. He put up points in. Okay, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Steph saw 62 on him. Steph's defense. We talk. Okay. Here, let me help you. Hold on, hold on, We're talking about defense. We're talking about defense. Don't change the subject on me. You can't spin me. You can't spin me. You can't spin me. Go ahead. Go ahead. You don't understand how facts work. So let me help you. So don't switch it. Go back to defense. I'm going to give you 
you an defense. example of what I'm asking. Give me an example of defense. Give, oh, if you don't, if you're not talking about right defense, go ahead. Right. Tell me, tell me, tell me who Kyrie has got scored on. Hold on. Let me give him an example. Let me give him an example. So if I ask you a question about, because you made a statement that said Kyrie does a better job guarding people than Steph. Well, the NBA does this thing where they give stats. They say who did what against a certain player. So, for example, in the 20s, look up the defensive. Like, look, oh, yo, somebody gonna pull up defenses, the defensive rate thing. I'm about that, to that quick fire. Hold but on, hold him. on, hold on. him so I, I can did, explain the I point. Did, I did Let me him. make the point because he doesn't him. know. Hey, uh, uh, Ant doesn't know basketball. I gotta help. So, there's I an example. So, they'll say, What does such and such do during uh, when guarded by so and so? So, example, in 2016 finals, through the first four games, LeBron James, when being guarded by Draymond Green, was shooting five for 14. That is a stat that helps you understand what someone actually does when they're guarded by another player. So if you say Kyrie does a better job playing defense than Steph, then give me some facts of when Kyrie is guarding a person and Steph is guarding a person, and the guy gets more points on Steph than he does on Kyrie. Those stats don't exist because Kyrie's not a good defender. So Time it out. was dumb, and we all know it was dumb. And don't be knowing what he's talking well, about. Hold on, hold on. Since when, since when do we evaluate offense and defense in basketball, especially from the point guard position, equally? When do we Never. Do- Never. Never. The name Never. of the game is put the ball in the basket. Amen. Okay, Ziggy, oh, you've been pretty quiet there, so I, I, I muted him and he disappeared for, for a quick second. We needed that uh, break. I know he'll be back. Uh, Ziggy, what are your thoughts here with, 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 with Ant's uh, premise? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving no, is back. a career 16.9. He went, career the, six, he went to go look no, at the stats. He's he a career, go- yes, exactly. No, so you want the numbers. No, you wanted the facts. No, don't, don't get mad now. You wanted the facts. Kyrie Irving is a career 16.9 in defensive win shares, while uh, Steph is like a 29-point-something. Cares. If you have a higher number, a low higher number. Oh, oh! I just proved my point. I just proved my point. You just said he wasn't a better defender. You just said he wasn't a better defender. I just no. proved he was a better defender. Okay, so all right, all right, Ziggy, what? Do you no what? Okay, okay, no okay. what? Okay, I just okay. proved he was a better okay, defender. Anthony, no what? Anthony, okay, Anthony, just bring it down the notch. Ziggy, what are your thoughts? No, here? did I just not? Put, he wanted stats. Now ask Mike. I just told him stats. Now tell me, what does he have to say about that? Why yeah. is Kai, why is Steph a whole 10 points higher in defensive win share? Why? What about defensive efficiency? Then Kyrie. If he's such a better defender. Okay, we're getting off the top. The topic is Westbrook, and we completely shifted it to talk about uh, uh, Kyrie and Steph. Zig, I think Kyrie is now like uh, Ron Artest, I guess. No, you okay, didn't. So now, now you understand why. Do you know? Uh, I just want you to Do you understand no, how he's you, a better you, defender you, now? You, do you understand how he's a better defender now? Gonna, you know, Zig, how? I gave you the Wait, stats. Guys, 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 guys. I gave you the stats. Okay, okay. Anthony, I gave you give the me stats. One second. Anthony, give me one second. Ziggy, go ahead. I, I don't have no thoughts. I just heard a bunch of Jews yelling and screaming because I thought the talk was about Westbrook, AI, and Steph. Then we started talking about something totally different. So I don't That's even know. Because they don't know what they're talking about, so I had to prove it to them. They I don't know what they're talking been... about, so I had to prove it. Okay, so does the triple – okay, so let me ask this question. The the four four years of consecutive triple double feet does that? Y'all not- gotta stop saying four consecutive years. It was not four consecutive years. Okay, but, it four, but four seasons. 
four seasons four averaging right. four seasons averaging four times four times four, times. four times does that trump what Allen Iverson to did me? again and Anthony Briggs yes. assessing I'm gonna, right right and we're assessing Allen Iverson's career he did yeah. play for Denver he did play for Detroit so we're looking so at let the me let career. me let me go first because I'm I'm always the with Carmelo Chauncey Billups yo I think it's possible that. Westbrook is better than AI. I think so. I think I think so personally. Um, reason being for me, and I had to think back to it while y'all was sitting there arguing. AI, I'm sorry, I'm a dude that likes a person that can control every aspect of the game. You know what I mean? Whether it's wins or not, personally. And the fact that this man is getting points, assists, and rebounds on a nightly basis, Everything. four out of five seasons, I gotta give that credit to him. So I'm going to switch my stance and say that Westbrook is the better player and will have the better career than AI. Mm, That's what mm, I'm going to say. Mm, okay. Gonna say. okay so Mike, so, 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 so Mike, when we talk about, uh, does Anthony have a point when we, sometimes we neglect, and I think it's fair see to see what I'm throwing around. See, we do neglect sure. AI's Denver run and his Pistons run, which clearly wasn't really a run, but he did have some years in Denver with Mello with prime Mello. So do we ignore so, those years and focus on the 76s and not and forget about those years? No, I don't think we forget about it. I think with most with most of these conversations, we talk about when the players were in their prime. That's what we focus on. But just to this point of like, I'll give you an example about offense. Like you, there used to be a conversation of who's the better scorer, Melo or LeBron. And really what the conversation was, it, what the person that picked Melo was doing was saying who is more versatile meaning who can do more things scoring, but the actual answer is LeBron. Why? Because he scores more points. So a lot of times in these conversations, we just focus on who can, who can maybe do more things, but you have to, in basketball, talk about doing more things as it relates to the impact on a team. Why? Kenny Smith, we all heard of the term looter in a riot. So it's easier to do a lot of things on a very, very bad team and get a bunch of numbers. It's harder to do that and contribute to winning. Now, for those who have actually played basketball, you understand that. There are people that you play with that are really, really good by themselves when no one else is good around them and they don't win. But for some reason, when they play with you, they're not only good with you, you play better and your team wins. That's the beauty of basketball, unlike any other sport, is that individual players can make an impact on those around them. So a lot of times, even though, like I said, Russell Westbrook's triple doubles are phenomenal, but the, the question between him and, and AI or any other player, it's going to come down to, yes, he does a lot of things, but how does it impact his team as it relates to winning? How does that doing more things not impact its team greater? How does that can, even can make we sense swing to it you? to Brandon? <laughs> okay, Brandon, do you what do you think about the AI post uh, uh 76's career that Anthony made that point about? Do we look at those years or not? I mean, people aren't going to look at that because that's not necessarily quote unquote the heart of his prime, and he wasn't no longer the number one guy when he played with Prime Mello. I mean, they did make a little run; they lost in the Western Conference Finals to the Lakers when they. Um, when I don't the, think AI was on the team at that point. I think he was already traded. Oh, only. Oh, oh, nine. oh, it was oh nine. He was, yeah, he was already in Detroit at that point. Yeah, he was already gone. Yeah, I know, I know. Because they traded for Chauncey. Oh, yeah, because they traded for Chauncey. Yeah, the year they traded for Chauncey, yeah, they made it. Yeah, so it goes to speak. And 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 that's the point you can make. They trade Allen Iverson and they make it to the Western Conference Finals. So that's that. Those are the facts, right. too. So you, you, I, I, 
Yeah, I think overall people are just going to look at AI's prime years with the Sixers because that's where he was the number one guy. And when we're looking at superstars and all-time greats, you want to see what you can do in terms of winning and, and leading a team as that number one guy. Russell Westbrook as the number one guy has done absolutely nothing. It's bouncing the first round, bouncing the first round, bouncing the first round. And then people love teams, teams, teams win, not players. Teams win, not players. Yes, I know, but his numbers are contributing to winning because he is a turnover machine and he forces really bad shots, which is not helping your team win. Right. So having the triple-double doesn't contribute to winning? It doesn't. Triple yeah. Doubles doesn't yeah, if that's the only way you evaluate basketball. It can. It's a winning. It can. It can, but you actually have to watch the game and see what happens. Make you don't just you don't just really do it based on your individual numbers. It takes a team. It's yes, no, but that's all but you can do can as a player. Individual you can't control whether your team wins or loses. Yes, you can because an individual okay, what is can your point? a bad shot, have a bad turnover, and your team can lose. Have you ever watched basketball? So, Anthony, let me okay. ask you this: What are Russell Westbrook's okay. win what, what are Russell Westbrook's win shares? Because you like that stat. What are they? Mullen's like over 30 from the field in this segment. What's his wind shares? Yeah, because you'd love to use that stat. To Allen Iverson. <laughs> He's going to go look it up. <laughs> I should have asked him another question. Because yeah, I know he, he loves back. wind shares. I know Tell he loves what? that stat. He's going to go look it up now. You, you yeah. know what? When he loved P-E-R, he ain't know yeah, what he loves. Yeah, he loves wind shares. You know I do. Because I know he looks up wind shares. Who has the higher wind shares, Russell Westbrook or Allen Iverson? Let's look it up. Look it up for us. I, I'll give you that's the last Okay, I got get you right you. now. Win yeah. shares. Russell. Well, career, right? For career? Yeah. For yeah, career. career. Yes. Russell Russell Westbrook has a career 103.8 win shares. And Allen Iverson, he has a career 99 win share. Okay. Okay. Which is less than 108. Okay, right? yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so so who so who contributed more to wins again? <laughs> so who, who contributed more to wins again? Yeah, according to your one stat. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Like, no, I that that's the stat. That tells you exactly who contributed more to wins, and it was Russell Westbrook. Over a hundred. Well over. All right, all right, guys. Before I let you go, before we wrap up, I got another segment in. Yeah. So, but before I let you guys go, I think we're about two weeks away from the playing tournament week. Uh, special shout out to Ziggy. I see that uh, tag right there. I love the Nick hate. You guys are doing great over there. The paces. I don't know where the paces are at in the standings. I know I'm in seventh. Uh, Mike, ninth I don't know what's going on. Is, ninth and look at sad, my brother. Look at Listen, sad. so you're not banking on the play-in tournament to help you get in? No, uh, no. Yo, I was just telling somebody earlier, man. Like, yo, we get in inside, but everybody's hurt. Miles is hurt. Uh, CJ, uh, TJ Warren's hurt. Like, it's just like at some point you're just gonna lose if you don't have any players. All right, uh, Laker Nation. Uh, Brandon, are you still on the Laker Nation or are you on the Knicks bandwagon? He burnt that jersey. The Lakers are in a lot of trouble. The Lakers are in trouble. Well, the Lakers could potentially face the Clippers first round. I could potentially see that happening. Yo, I was just talking to somebody about that earlier. Yo, yeah, that was yeah. Love crazy. it. I love it. I'm I'm solid. Oh, please. If y'all lose. Please. Oh, my God. Please, sweet baby basketball guards. Please, exciting. sweet baby basketball guards, give us the Clippers first round. Please. <laughs> no, please. I need a, I got a question. What happens if y'all lose to them in the first round? Ooh. What happens? Talk about it. Even though I, listen, even though personally I don't like the playing tournament, it's just gonna I, add more drama and more content for yeah. me as a media man. So I'm gonna drive the narrative with this stuff. So I'm gonna I love the playing week. I, I I hate it as a as a concept, but because it's gonna give us more basketball content, more stuff for, and more segments for us to talk it's about. Gonna be dope. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be gold to see how it works out. Definitely intrigued to see how Brooklyn pans out. 
And of course, um, have any of you guys seen Walmack? I haven't seen Mac in a while. I don't know where he's at. I haven't heard from him. I don't know, man. Let's find him. I don't know. It's funny, though. I don't know, man. The Knicks are winning and we can't find Mac. I don't know what's going on, but he's getting the biggest New York Knicks tattoo on his back ever. That's what he's currently doing. And he has to let it heal. Whoa, 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 to right hold on, time out, time out, time out. Speaking of Womack, Eddie Gonzalez, I'm going to help you out right here. I was with Womack three weeks ago in Atlantic City, three, four weeks ago, and the entire weekend he was wearing a Brooklyn Nets hat. He didn't let me take a picture mm. of him. He oh, was, man. He was oh, very man. self-conscious. Oh, oh man. Listen, very defensive. Listen, listen the, playoffs, the playoffs on the way. <laughs> let me wrap up the NBA segment. Guys, I'll talk to you soon. As Mike says, the NBA is... Go ahead, Mike. Fantastic. Playoffs are two weeks away. I'll talk to you guys soon. Let me bring in my soccer team. We're going to do some soccer real quick before we let you go. Soccer now? Yeah, we're doing soccer, man. Don't do that, Mike. Mike, don't do that, Mike. Mike got time for football. Don't do that. We got to do some football here. Yeah, he do. He do. He do. He do. You guys take care. I'll talk to you guys soon. Mr. Numbers. Are you okay? Or are you still uh, mad about the Russell Westbrook debate? I can see your face. Hold up, hold up. My phone call. Yo, Rick, Chelsea is trash, bro. Arsenal all day, every day. You mad? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's dreads all day. What's that? Mr. Numbers, are you okay, man? You quiet. What's up? <laughs> My team just lost, bro. Listen, you wanted this segment, bro. You 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 literally contacted me two days ago and you said, Carl, yeah, I got to get you on this segment. So what are your thoughts? Get it off your chest. Because you know I I'm mean, not the soccer guy. Uh, well, let's talk about the first game. The first game was um, Man City against um, PSG. I personally, I don't know if Rick would agree, but Man City deserved to win like from the first minute. Um, the first half, it was... It was very equivalent, but Man City just found ways to get through and get through and get through. And PSG wasn't producing like at all. They looked like they looked like a different team. They weren't playing their style. Like it was just terrible. Like the quality that PSG played against Bayern was not the same way they played against um, Manchester City. I think Rick would agree with that. Absolutely. Um, um, their goalkeeper Kaylor Navas, he was amazing. He was one on one against Bayern. He looked like Jesus out there, like literally reincarnated as a goalkeeper. But against uh, Manchester City, I don't know what happened. Everything disappeared. The first leg, he disappeared. This leg, he disappeared. Um, he was just – he didn't have the guts, and that was just it. Today, um, we deserve to lose. We deserve to lose by four, five, six goals. We weren't um, – the Chelsea manager, Tucho, he planned the game out perfectly, and everything went in his favor. I genuinely don't think we deserve to win. We did deserve to score, but Mendy, again, he's been a clutch ever since he took Kepa's spot who was um, the goalkeeper before him. He deserved to be the man of the match. And Mason Mount ran all over us. Kante was once again proving why he's the best defensive um, center midfielder in the world. And congrats to Chelsea for making the final. That's all I got to say. Rick, what are your comments on the games? Yeah, man, I'll start off with today's game. Um, I think for me, and I was mentioning in the chat, man, I love what Mendy was doing out there, man. He was all over that box. He was on point today. Um, Madrid had some opportunities early on. They looked really good right out the gate, and I thought they was going to be uh, giving Chelsea some trouble. Uh, but like I said, man, Mendy made a couple of really great saves. Even on that first goal, came right after, you know, a huge save and pushing down the field almost immediately. So um, Madrid was down. They, they never been they, – they weren't at full strength. We know that. So that's always going to be kind of like a caveat too. But, you know, everybody deals with – injuries and, and 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 dudes out of shape and out of form and whatnot but 
I mean, I like what I saw from from the uh, Chelsea side, man. I mean, these kids continue to kill it. Um, we already knew getting that away goal was going to be huge because, you know, since uh, Tuchel took over, you know, they haven't been giving up too much goals at home, you know what I mean? So, so to know that they had an away goal in the bag going back to Sanford Bridge was, was massive for them, you know? So um, definitely like what I saw, it was a really good game and, and Chelsea just really kind of was able to, 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 to put themselves over the top. As far as PSG and Man, and, uh, man City goals, man, hit the nail on the head, man. It's so unfortunate to see uh, the type of form that PSG was in against Bayern after, after the final last year and losing to Bayern and kind of exercising those demons this year and beating them in the semi you know, riding that wave and to come in and be so flat in both legs. I mean, they didn't really show up in either leg. Now they had, they had times where they looked good and they were kind of sharp, but then, you know, a couple of huge lapses giving up some, some really bonehead goals, you know what I mean? To really just blow the entire um, uh, leg away, both on each side, you know what I mean? So I didn't like what I saw from them from an attitude perspective. There was no sense of urgency. I mean, it was, it, it was bad. Um, Andres, I'm going to tell you, Mike really thought something was wrong. He was in, like, he just texted me. He goes, is Andres okay? I'm like, his team just lost. <laughs> he's, he's like, he thought something was really wrong because he could tell <laughs> by your demeanor, you know? So, um, no, I, yeah, I got, I got a lot of personal shit going on, but it's not important. So it's okay. Um, hope everything's okay. My brother, you know, we're here for you, man. No matter what. Um, Uni, can you hear us? Are you in man? Can you hear us? I don't know if you can hear us. Uni can't hear us. Um, Okay, so guys, so um, anything else coming up in the soccer that we should be aware of that, to, to let the fans know that we should be aware of, of, of what's going on in the soccer? Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, we get an all-English final for the second time in three years. Um, yeah. That's going to be May 29th. Um, so the, the, problem, the problem with football is the casuals, they only like the World Cup. You know, and the World Cup is the best sporting event in the world. Better than the NBA Finals. Better I'm a than... casual. That's me. Hello. <laughs> hey, hey, but, but you enjoy watching it, right? I do. I do enjoy... watch the World Cup. I do. I do watch it. Just the feeling. I, absolutely. And plus, I got my dad. When I was growing up, you'd hear my dad downstairs at 4 o'clock in the morning screaming, gull. And you're like, oh, what's going on? You know, yeah, watching you, already the game. Know. you already know the vibes, you know. So um, I, I, I definitely feel you guys on that. So we got the we got the Copa America coming up, which is the biggest tournament for South American teams. We got the Euro the Euro Cup coming up, which is the biggest tournament for Euro teams. We got the Gold Cup, which is the biggest tournament for like the United States, Mexico, um, El Salvador, Honduras, basically like the North America, South um, Central America, South America region. Um, we got the UCL final May 29th. Like I said, that's Saturday. It's gonna be a great game. Um, Chelsea beat Man City two weeks ago, and Man City is the favorite given given their players, given their manager. Um, Carl, the manager that Manchester City has, um, he's only been a manager for, let's say, 12 years, but he already has a case to be the greatest manager of all time. And, like, it's, it's ridiculous because he's only, like, four, like, I think he's 50 years old. So um, I, if I was you, I would tune into that game. I'll probably text you to remind you, but you're probably going to be busy doing something. Um, then uh, tomorrow, just remind me for sure. That I definitely, absolutely. I'll definitely try to tune in. Um, then tomorrow is the Europa League, which is not as big as the Champions League. It's literally like a. It's it's funny because like no no one cares about it until like the team is in it, but like it doesn't have as much hype as the Champions League does. Less. Um, I care about it. Let's not say that. Right. <laughs> Unless you're an Arsenal fan. Unless you're an Arsenal fan. So Uni, so, 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 so Uni's coming in. Uh... Watching small teams. Small teams are fun to watch because those are the teams that. The big teams buy from. Yeah. So that's why I watch them because usually big teams, they watch those games so they can buy somebody from there. 
if you're if you're a football fan in general, you watch it because like like you like Junie said, the amount of talent and youngins that we see across the whole tournament is insane, and it's it's just like a blessing seeing all these players that like ten years ago were like nineteen, and now they're like twenty eight, twenty nine thriving in like the biggest clubs in the world. Manchester United is playing Roma. Um, in the first leg, Man United won 6-2 after trailing 2-1 at halftime. Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, those, those games are fun to watch. Those games are really fun to watch because people go all out. They go offense. Like, there's not that much defense because they know that if they win, they're going in the Champions League the next time. You know, if you win it all, automatically you could be like fifth or like sixth in the league. And that way you can just get in and get more cash. So it helps. Uh, so, That's why I watch it. I mean, so, so basically with like the Champions League and the Europe League, you know how like in NBA, if you get an all NBA nod, you get an extra bonus. Right. Yeah. So if this, if these teams, yeah. the further they go in the tournament, the more money that comes in for them. So that's why it's like important. Okay. Um, Uni, what were your thoughts and on the sponsors, games from, today, from, 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 what were your thoughts on the games from earlier today? Cause we didn't get your input on that. The game yesterday, I think it should have been more than what it was. I was disappointed at PSG. Even though I wanted City to win, I was disappointed at PSG because PSG and many had a lot of flashes that they were doing better than City. The thing is that City looks good because they hold the ball. But that doesn't mean that they they, they play it better. They just have 800 passes more. The, the thing was that City had too many chances where they could create something and then mess up. The Maria was really poor. And I'm not saying by the red card. I think in general, like, when he had a chance to give a pass, he did not give the pass. Neymar was trying, but it's not enough from Neymar. It's but so much that he can do because he hold the ball, he dribbled two people, and then when he passed, it's like, who he going to pass to? He, don't, he didn't have, you know, Killian in the front that he can just like, okay, let's throw it in the front and we can do something together. I'm not understanding why Killian did not come in, at least for 10 minutes. Nah, man, it's a lot of a lot of money at stake, bro. Yeah. He has a contract this summer. It's that's a lot problem. of money that's, stake, that's, that's my problem. It was like 10 minutes. Like, put him 10 minutes. If you want to stay in the Champions League, if you want one more dance at this, put him for 10 minutes. Maybe he could do something. Maybe he can create some, you know, separation. Like, okay, now he's in. We can create some more space on the other side so they can create. I'm not saying for him to do what he usually does. But he creates a lot of space because they know that he is a problem. They didn't do that. I mean, you could have took the chance. And like you said, it's money. I get it. But me personally, I would have put him in just so he can create separation. You're built different. So one thing, one thing I'll say to kind of piggyback off of that, uh, those points is it's it's somewhat disheartening to see the buildup of PSG over the past couple of years. You know them getting progressively better and further and further along in the tournament to making it to the final last year and now getting to the semifinal. And it sucks because you've got this thing hanging over their head where this group may not be. The same year, exactly. After this, after this summer transfer window, so this may have been the last chance for this group of of uh, this PSG team together as this group to kind of make it. So who knows what we're going to see next year? It's unfortunate that you know you got two of those amazing studs up top for that long, and unfortunately not able to break through and and, and get one of those UCL championships. But you know it is what it is. 
Listen, guys, I'd love to sit here and continue, but we got um, Hockey who just texted me and said, Carl, we got breaking news. The live is on right now. We got to get it out. So I'm going to Hold on, hold on. Listen, I got to say, I got to say one more thing. No, man. go ahead. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead. Andres, I'll let you, I'll let you close out. Let me just add one little caveat. You you mentioned before, man, it, um, we got a lot of things going up, coming up in soccer. A lot of those tournaments that got shifted from last year, shifted this year, World Cup, all that at great time. But this specific final, this UCL final, this is a huge final for, for the U.S. and what they want to do with soccer going forward. You've got Captain America front and center, Christian Pulisic, the first American to be playing in a UCL final. We're watching this kid. If we want soccer to grow here within this country. And football, we not soccer, football. Europe to develop. Football, football. football. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Andres, your last point. So there was a lot of lies told about Russell Westbrook a couple minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of lies. A lot. <laughs> let me just say something. No, I, I knew, I knew you had to. If I know me, you verbatim, me, you were going to circle back. Quick. You're going to circle me, back to this debate. Go ahead, man. Cook. I'm going to let you cook. Real brother, quick. Brother. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Everything cook. in life is hard until someone makes it look easy. Everyone is saying that Russell Westbrook is getting triple doubles because anyone could do it. So, like I said, everyone, everything in life is hard until somebody makes it look easy. And Russell Westbrook is not going to get his flowers until he retires, period. That's all I got to say. Oh, and the second thing is Steph Curry is a top 10 player of all time and a top two point guard of all time. Not top five, not top three, top two. That's all I got to say. Get it off your chest. Tell him why you're mad, Andre. Tell him why you're mad, son. (laughs) Tell him why you're mad. I am fuming. I am fuming. <laughs> listen, listen, Andre, you want a couple more minutes, bro? Come on. Oh, no, no, listen. Hockey's got breaking news on the way from the Rangers, so. Yeah, they got, yeah, they, they got to tell them why we mad because of this firing. So, um, guys, definitely I'm looking forward to more hockey segments as long as you guys uh, contact Hockey, me. whoa. No, I'm hey, sorry. Come on, come on. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's a lot of going on. Anything with soccer you guys need, just send it in the group chat. Let me know you guys want some airtime. You got it. And I know for next year for sure. When it comes to the tournament, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, lives with you, focused on you guys for the summer. Yes, sir. World Cup, baby. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Yeah, no, let's go. You guys, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you guys. I, I, I'll talk to you guys soon. Yes, all right, uh, all right man. Appreciate it. Fans, uh, live on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, we have breaking news with hockey that apparently seems to be a firing. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, you could tell by the disgruntled face here with uh, Michael Sparacino. Um, I'm going to let my hockey brothers give you the news. Chuck is smiling. We got one guy shaking his head in the St. Francis gear. We got another guy not even looking at the camera. I don't know what's going on. These guys just sent me a message and said, Carl, if you're good, if, if you're still on live, can we get on to get it off our chest? Who wants to go first? The floor is yours. I'll go first. So what happened? I'm done. Mike, tell, Mike, Mike, tell done. what are you done with? You got to tell the people what happened. What's going on? Talk to James me. James Dolan needs to go on an island by himself and stop touching these teams at the garden. You decide that because of one bad season, when, mind you, they went 26 and 21 so far, 26 and 21, with a bunch of younger players. You decide that because you think the team underperformed, you're going to go ahead and you're going to get rid of the GM and the president. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I, I thought, but wait a minute, but 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 I thought Dolan had no imprint on the Rangers. That was the that was whole that, that that's what I was aware of that he had no imprint on what he the Rangers. He has a hand in everything in the garden. Charlie, stop smiling. Stop it. 
Mike hasn't said a word since we got on. I'm nervous. I have never seen this side of Mike, and I've known him for years, almost like five, six years now. I have never seen this side of him. Mike, what's up, man? Mike Sparacino, to, to clarify. Well, can James, I agree with Mike. Can he just, like, go on an island and disappear for, I don't know, until the Rangers win the Stanley Cup again? So, basically, forever? I'm Dude, I've fucked. I've had it with this guy, man. Well, he you know what? Kills listen, the, listen, he basically listen, listen, kills the Knicks. Listen, listen, and now he wants to put his fingerprint listen, all over the Rangers when he was arguably the best owner in hockey up to this point, not listen, touching them. Listen, listen. The, the MVP of the sports hit list, special shout out to Mr. Ray Jarvis. He goes, he thought it was a rebuilding year. So is It is a, a rebuilding year. So it, is it exactly not rebuilding? But is Charlie, it stop fucking by- smiling, man. <laughs> is this not rebuilding by getting rid of your 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 former GMs and your presidents? Or it, it, like I, I'm asking a fair question. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm asking this a question. The, wait a second. Rebuilding a team, not rebuilding the organization. But that, the organization is the team, though. No, come on, Mike. Don't do that. No, huh? We can no. go. Huh? I'm not, huh? but again, you're assessing huh? the team. Part of the team is the organization. The the but the chefs in the kitchen. Wrong. The chefs in the kitchen are basically part of the team, no? But they did nothing wrong. They're not the ones on the ice. The way, if, but, if anything, you head coach first. Yes, but don't they constru- But who constructs the players on the ice? Carl, you can, Mike, I'm sorry to cut you off here. I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike, but you can only do so much in three years at, when you literally start a rebuild from scratch. They weren't even done tearing the team down a year and a half ago. And now all of a sudden you're firing the GM and president who by all accounts, for the most part, have done a fantastic job of rebuilding this team. The prospect pool was stacked because the only reason I say was is because most of the high-end prospects are currently on the team playing. They're the youngest team in the league, now second youngest because the Devils traded away a bunch of veterans at the deadline. You cannot put a playoff aspiration. You cannot put a championship aspiration on the second youngest team in the league. Okay, so um, well, Chuck, I would ask your opinion, but I know you're just here for giggles. No, no, so, he doesn't deserve no, to talk I, right now. No, I have, I have some opinions, Carl. Okay, but well, well, well I'll get to you in a sec. So right. the question is, well, hey, what's up? How you doing, baby girl? Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, what now? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm looking for a weapon right now. <laughs> what now? What now? I mean, we're, we're we're clearly like the season's almost over. So what now? Right? Or the season is over? Right at this point? <laughs> it's for the Rangers. It basically, is yeah. So what now, Mike? What now? Which, whichever Mike wants to answer. Floor is yours, Mike. <laughs> I think he's muted. I don't think he heard me. Mike, can you hear me? Mike, you're muted. All um, right, he's on mute, so I'll talk. I don't, Carl. I don't know. Like this, this whole Mike, season. What, okay, okay, Mike Spurs, Mike Phillips. Right. What now? Can you yeah, hear me? Uh, Supposedly, we got Messier at the top of our list. Um, we're gonna see what happens with that. Uh, Drury's gonna supposedly come and be, uh, you know take it over as the GM. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, listen, Drury is a good choice at GM. Don't get me wrong on that. He did a good, good stuff with Hartford. He's done good with the young, the young staff. But when it comes to everything else, I, I got, I got some issues with it. With Mark Messier as the president, I don't know how I feel about that. 
Sparacino, what's next? I don't know. Like I just said, they just fired the two guys responsible for the rebuild going as long as good as it was going. They just hired John Davidson two years ago after not being with the Rangers for years. Former player, former goalie, one of the most respected executives across the entire league. And then you have, then you fire the GM too, who was, like I said, was doing a wonderful job. But here's my biggest problem with this you fire the president and the GM. But you don't fire the head coach who's the main person responsible for how the team shows up every night, whether they're playing good or bad. He's the main person who's motivating the team going onto the ice every night. They've proven against bad, against good teams that they are simply not a good team. And you fire the two people who are not around the team 24 7, who are not around the locker room, the players 24 7. So, what is Dolan doing? So, 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 so in essence, it's a flip because normally in the NBA, the coach goes first. Now we see the GMs go first. Listen, I, I would love to be in your position. I would love to be, you know, as upset as you guys are, but I want my GM. No, you wouldn't. I, you I, would not want to be this me. upset. Trust, 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 well, not upset. I, I would be happy if they fired Danny Ainge tomorrow. I, I'd, I'd be walking down uh, Elmont and just chanting for joy <laughs> if, that, if that happened. Chuck, what are your thoughts here with what happened realistically, not un, unbiasedly? Well, first off, I might have to be Mike Sparacino's arch nemesis right now. Not only did I defeat him in the fantasy hockey semifinals last week, dropped 250 Yo, on him. Your away. team is full of scrubs that put up points in the most important week let of me, the let season. Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> the Islanders shut out the Rangers Today's twice. team, man. This is violence. Today's show has just been absolutely the Islanders violent. shut it's out like the Rangers twice last week, ending their season in their playoff hopes. And because of that, Dolan turned around, and because they got smacked around by the Islanders, Dolan went out and fired the GM and the president and even said that after seeing what happened with the Islanders last week, they don't have the team doesn't have the toughness and grit that he wants. So he canned the GM and the president. And I think it's even funnier because they haven't canned the head coach yet, even though he's been the root cause of their problems to begin with. It's hilarious. Like, as an Islander fan, this is hilarious because <laughs> don't for the Islanders. Well, let me ask, that's... well, well, you know what? Let me ask this. I'm going to ask this to, uh, to, to, to Mike Phillips because Mike Phillips, I think, could be the only one to answer this question. Mike, you ready? Mike, you're on I'm me. I'm here. I'm okay. here. So, do you, are you sacrificing the, uh, the Rangers for the Knicks? Uh, is that what's going on right here at the Garden? <laughs> are you sacrificing the, the, the love of the Rangers because the Knicks are winning? And the Rangers clearly just made you upset, but the Knicks That's are doing good. great. I'm not sacrificing anything. I've been ride or die with the Knicks, and I've been ride or die with the Rangers, and I will continue to do that. What I won't be doing is I won't be sitting in those stands giving James Dolan my money, entering that garden until he is gone. I am so tired of this. I am tired of this. It's the same story. And Dolan is the one that has his phone in it. Well, you know he what, Chuck? You, you know he what, Chuck? Thanos. Chuck, Chuck, I'm going to throw you an alley. Something's coming on, on the Cross Island Parkway. If you want to catch the Rangers play, you don't want to go to the Garden, come to Elmont, baby. You can come to Elmont and catch us play this week. Listen, Mike, we could get some subs on 237. Show you right there on Belmont. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. I'm going to do... Call, call.
Carl, I'm going to do my wrestling promo right now. But any day of the week, you and you and Chuck versus me and Mike, we'll take you down in a tag team. I don't care. I don't listen, care. Carl, We're listen, coming for listen, you. Wait a minute. You just said Carl. you're not going to give Dolan your money. So come to the new arena in Elmont, Elmont Park. Come watch your Rangers play. That's why I never saw them in Brooklyn. That's what you said. Carl, Carl, Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to play the devil's advocate with two points real quick. Number one, when the Rangers had their hopes of making the playoffs after they, you know, walked through the Devils and the Sabres and they finally played real teams again, you saw that this was not a team that could beat playoff-ready teams. And that's on the GM, by all means. They're, and because of that, once they signed Artemi Panarin, you advance the stage in your rebuild. When you give a guy $11.5 million, which is very, very high in the hockey world, once you give that, you want to win now. Panarin is 29. You're not waiting for these young kids to develop anymore. You're making moves to finish the rebuild and start competing. And that's what the Rangers failed to do. If they wanted to sit back and let the kids develop and whatnot, that should have been their get-go. But because they thought they were going to be smart and stick it to the Islanders and sign Panarin from under them, now they enhance their rebuild. They also gave Truba $8 million a year. I think he's like 28 or whatever. They were starting to come out of that rebuild. And because they didn't make the playoffs last year with Panarin or this year with Panarin, and now he's going to be 30, now it's kind of like now we have to take that next step. And they got embarrassed by Tom Wilson, who is a degenerate, on on TV the other day when he punched uh, Buchanovich and then he injured Panarin. They got embarrassed, and because the team does not have any grit, grit or toughness to stand up to him, and I hope they do so tonight, that's when Dolan decided to pull the plug. It was a little weird that there's only three games left that they that Dolan didn't wait, but I think this is why Dolan took that step because they made the moves to become a win-now team. Well, not, I, I'm sorry, not a win-now team, but a team that should compete, compete in the playoffs, and because they haven't scratched the surface, Dolan wants to move on. Okay. Well, guys, uh, real talk, though, maybe there's something going on internally that we don't know about. I mean, the news is pretty fresh. So uh, I guess keep track of it over the next couple of days. And possibly there was something that we didn't know, which led to the firings. Maybe they're not getting along with Dolan. Maybe there's something going on that we may not be aware about. Um, You know, Chuck did, Chuck, when he came out with, uh, you know, when Chuck gave us his breaking news, Chuck did tell us that he thought maybe it was about the Tom Wilson uh, statement and and, uh, the Ranger statement towards it. Um, I think this really there's a combination of a lot of things and I don't think James Dolan likes the yes man. And I don't know if Davidson and Gordon were being the yes men that James Dolan wants. I'm hoping that Drury and if it's Messier, which is supposedly on the top of the list will be the yes man. I I hope they won't be. I hope they're going to go against him and try to build a contender their way and not the Dolan way because Dolan only sees the green. He does not see a true franchise. He has not ever seen a true franchise in the Knicks and the Rangers. And that is why you have not seen many championships come out of those arenas. If it wasn't for my loyalty to those teams, I would have walked away a long time ago. But it's the loyalty that keeps me there because of the chance that we have when we win games, the chance that we have when we score, and the way the Knicks are gritty on the court. That's why I'm still a fan. It's not because of James Dolan and his nonsense. 
right. Mike just looked like the, wait, <laughs> Mike, Carl. Carl, Carl. just looked like he lost his dog. Damn, man. Air hug, bro. Air hug, man. Carl, I'm sorry. Carl, what's uh, up? What's up, Chuck? I got breaking news that dro just dropped about ten minutes ago. Kenny Albert will be the play-by-play -play guy for the Stanley Cup on TNT. Oh, because they're going so, to TNT next year, right? Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So Kenny Albert will be the play-by-play -play guy. Oh, uh, Marv Albert's son. So you, uh, yeah. you guys are going to ESPN. Uh, NHL is going to ESPN and TNT next year, right? Right. So it's basically a split thing. So I think Turner has the secondary rights, and they're going to split. It's basically uh, like what they do with the NBA, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But um, but but I'm curious though is this may hurt though the um the Stanley Cup was on. NBC, right? NBC, yeah. And now it's being moved to TNT, right? Yeah, it's going to be split between uh, ESPN and TNT. I think I think every other year Turner gets it, if I'm not right. mistaken. But again, but, but but here's to the point, though. And here's a quick thing, just realizing it. Every major, out of the four major sports, all the four major sports um, championship series or rounds or games are on broadcast TV. Why would the NHL want to move to cable, which is a paid, as opposed to free, which is broadcast? Because of the money. There's, there's got to be a contract on the, uh, uh, at the under the. You table. get right, but Mike, you get more ratings. No, I. Broadcast. But I, I think they're trying to build the cable system. Okay. I, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to reach a new audience in all of this because now, uh, they got in their contract with Turner, they got things with uh HBO Max, they got it with Bleacher Report to like stream games and everything. So it's trying to, you know get the content out there to a broader audience. No, which... I, I get that. Listen, I, I understand that. I'm just saying, I don't think a four out of the four major sports, a final championship has been played on cable. Like normally it's always right. on like, like, like the NBA finals is on ABC. That's broadcast. The Super Bowl is on NBC, CBS, or Fox right, right. broadcast. Uh, the World Series is always on Fox, which is broadcast. And the, the, the Stanley Cup is always on NBC, which is broadcast. I, I, I would love to see it help out, but it's just going against. I know it. It is weird. It is weird. weird. It's going against uh, media morales to have your championship on 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 cable, um, as a and again they could still have the access to ESPN because ESPN has their you know right. they're affiliated with ABC. You could have the Stanley Cup. I guess they're rotating years, but TNT doesn't have an affiliate that's on broadcast. Is my point, you know? So I, I'm not. I, I have to do a little bit more research to figure out why they did that and, and why is that, uh, you know. Well, I think, I, I believe NBC pulled out their offer for to become the secondary um, holder of, of the rights. Mm -hmm. So I guess it just, it was just, you know, after NBC, it goes to, to Turner. I guess they were like the next man up. Like Mike, at the end of the day, like Mike said, it all comes down to, to the money and everything. But yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. No, like I said, I got to do my thorough research on that because, like I said, it, there's at, no reason why. Look at what TNT did with adding wrestling, right? Adding wrestling to their, to right. their no. broadcast. So they're adding a lot more. So I feel like Turner's making that comeback. He's he's trying to figure out to, how to how to manipulate uh, manipulate the market, and that's why he's making these large contracts. No, right. Like and I said, I have no I have no issue with them going going to TNT. I just have an issue with the Stanley Cup being on cable because you're trying to broaden your audience. You want to be able to get people who don't. And it's hard to believe there are people out there who still don't pay for cable who still have access to broadcast. And when you have broadcast, it's free. So it's not you're not paying for it. So why would you move your, your primary finals to cable only? 
Well, I think another reason is that, like you just said, people aren't paying for cable anymore. Everybody's on like Hulu, Amazon. So everything's becoming like streaming now. Right. Like, right. and now there are like more and more people that, that like, that like, I, that I talk to and they're like, I have no cable. All I do is they have an Alexa, they have an Amazon Fire Cube, they have a, a stick, whatever the hell they have. And that, and that's how they get their content. So I guess by having it also on the Bleacher Report uh, app and whatnot and uh, HBO Max, I guess that's going to be their next step for the people who don't have, you know, I guess cable. It, it, it is odd. You are right. But I, I, I think they're trying to get up with the times, even though absolutely for sure have cable and whatnot. All right. Guys, uh, it's Cinco de Mayo. I'm about to go celebrate. I'm about to go. Listen, I got a tough week coming along. Finals this week. Oh, I got boy. a lot. I got a lot of Fs to hand out, so I got to prep myself <laughs> for it. Um, Mike, Yo, did you really just change your name to I Love Golan? Really? Like <laughs> listen, Mike Sparacino. Somebody got to go check on him. No, 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 not on the air. I got to change that. Not on the air. Not on the air. Um, Somebody go check on Mike Sparacino. Somebody go check on him. Give him a beer or it's something funny. to get him because because it's his funny. face, the entire thing, it's, it's Mike, like I'm coming. It hurts. Mike, I'm coming. Mike, I, Mike, I've been there, bro. I understand your pain when it comes to sports. I've, I've had that look. He really, yeah, he does. I've been there. I understand your frustration. Tell him why you mad, man. I, I get it. I've been there. We've all been there as sports fans. I remember seeing Chuck go crazy on the Yankees last year. You know, I've seen Mike go crazy about the Jets. I've been there with the Celtics plenty of time so i understand where you're coming from i get it i get it man you'll get I love it. and then and probably in two or three years you'll probably turn it around and, and they'll they'll hire someone new and you'll be okay it'll be fine you'll you'll, you'll be fine <laughs> you will be okay i got you the sports hit list family we got you um, i'm gonna put up a, a thing in, in the comments or on the page to say uh give mike an air hug or, or send some love to mike you, <laughs> you got it you mike. got it Mike, we will take you to the parade in like three months, okay? To, to make you yes, feel better. Sir. Chuck, Which Chuck, parade I, hope, are you talking I, hope about? G- I hope your GM gets fired when you guys get knocked out of the first round. That's all Ooh, I hope. Lou, Lou's not going nowhere. I mean, I'll go to the parade building. of you guys getting knocked out in the first round. Listen, that, that parade. parade will be on Hempstead Turnpike. We know the vibes. I'm pulling up. <laughs> I'm pulling up in my Honda. We, we go up. We're gonna have some fun. Trust me. And you guys can join us if you want to. VIP access <laughs> to my town. So you guys will VIP access to that parade. I know the back streets. How to get to the to the root of the parade. So let me know. And, 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 and we're in there. People call my people. You guys take care. Please make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe to all the Hitless content. The B Show is coming to you tomorrow at live at five o'clock. Please make sure you check it out with the missus. You also have Smoke and Mirrors on, uh, at 1 o'clock on Fridays and Mondays and Fridays. Spread love to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network for all their content. Check out the website. Please make sure you download the app, um, uh, WorldWideSportsRadioNetwork.com, and go to the app, and you can listen to us and watch our shows and all the content and all the lovely shows that they have, uh, weekly content throughout, and talk to you guys soon. Take care. Mike, it's, it's going to be okay, man. <laughs> oh, I better hope so, or else my sanity's really going to go away. <laughs> Everyone take care. Enjoy the rest of the Wednesday. God bless. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.